Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. I want to be going over liquidity grabs today. Usually I give you some sort of hook, so you listen to the rest of the episode, but you don't need anything else other than a liquidity grab. Now, this is actually going to be quite hard to explain over a podcast. Super easy to, you know, hop on a one-on-one and just show you what it is. But liquidity grabs are extremely important in my line of work, especially being a more technical price action trader. Just in the last two weeks alone, by reading price action and Correctly identifying liquidity grabs, it has given me fantastic entries with great stop loss, great risk to rewards. It's been phenomenal. And I have liquidity grabs to thank for that. They're fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal for re-entries. Really, really good. They are more rare, true liquidity grabs. Um, But... If we can identify them on this podcast together, we should have a really good fighting chance of actually helping you guys out with something that I think is fantastic and should be in every trader's arsenal. Really, guys, there's no other, I don't know, substitute for it. So let's try and define what a liquidity grab is, right? So I'm not going to go off the books or go into baby pips or do that investopedia. I'm trying to explain it in my own words. So a liquidity grab, like its namesake, is basically going for areas where there's probably going to be a lot of stop losses. So that liquidity that's sitting there, a lot of entries, a lot of orders around a specific area. Now, this could be a demand zone, it could be supply zone, or it could just be an area where, let's say this, um, you know, there's been a large volume candlestick that has appeared... Uh, either a bullish or bearish direction. And right at the bottom of that is probably where a lot of people, actually all throughout that candlestick, is probably going to be where a lot of people are going to hop in. It's going to present itself to you in the form of a fair value gap. Now, smart money, because it always is smart money that's doing this, is the culprit for liquidity grabs. What they want to do is they want to go in take a lot of people out, free up some space in the market, and then move on. The way that I've described it and had it described to me, I am going to tell you guys now. This does not mean that I am 100% correct. I could be 100% wrong in this. There are so many different definitions and types and ways of understanding liquidity grabs. I am going to present to you my view. So please don't write in and say, hey mate, you got that wrong. I don't care. Um, at all. Uh, It is my way of explaining it and it works for me. So if we're hopping into the market, right, uh, and we're using 1% of our overall account balance, what's that? $1,000 if we're lucky, two, three, four, $5,000. There's obviously prop firm traders out there that could have 10, but they are few and far between. So the majority of us are going to be hopping in with around $1,000, maybe a couple of hundred bucks, right? That's 1% of our account. What is the 1% of a smart money uh, player, a bank, a hedge fund, right? It's 1% a million, is it two, is it 10, is it 20? They've got infinite amount of money. So you can assume that it's quite high. Let's just say for this example, it's a million. Now, if we want to put 
$100 or $1,000 into the market for a buy or sell. Super, super easy, right? Just go in like that. But if you're saying, I want to put a million dollars in right now, I want to chuck a million dollars in right now, what's that going to do? Is that harder to put in or easier? It's a way bigger order. Thousand to thousands, isn't it? Is what makes up a million. A thousand to thousands, I think. <laughs> Not so good at maths, but let's just say for this example, it is. That's a lot of orders to go in at one time. And a lot of the time the markets will just say, no, we can't do that. We're going to have to stagger it. A little bit of your order can go in here and then two minutes later it can go in here and here. The banks don't want that. They want their entire order to go in at one given time. That's what they want to do. They don't want to have multiple entries all the way up. It's just not profitable. So what they like to do, spike the market up. Put in one of those small orders, 500,000, 600,000, 300,000. Start spiking that up. Put in a large order and have one that just keeps on getting filled out, filled out, filled out, filled out. And it pushes the market up. Everyone hops in with it. You get that big volume candlestick. You get a nice FVG there. A lot of people are hopping in at the same time. You probably look at something like the Awesome Oscillator and see or something that measures volume, for example, volume of orders, you'll see a lot of people hopping in, a lot of buyers are taking control of the market. What then happens is we've got a big pool, a big pool of stop losses, big pool of liquidity. A lot of people have hopped in. So if, for example, they were to now put in a really large sell and force that market down, force it down, put in... 700, 800,000 in there. They take out all of their, maybe they do this. I don't know what exactly is happening here, but maybe they take out all their buy orders as well. And then they put in a sell order and they just go, bam, force the market down. Amazing. And then they just close that order out after they've passed down. Because what happens when they go all the way back down to that fair value gap is all the people that hopped in on that big volume candlestick, for example, they're now taken out. That's their extra thousand dollars there. That's extra two hundred, extra three, an extra nine, extra five thousand dollars. All of those put together, suddenly you have near a million dollars, if not more, worth of liquidity that's just been freed up in the market. That's how you put a million dollars in. Now, obviously, it's probably going to be a lot bigger, like they're more like ten million or twenty million or something like that that they're going to put in. That's actually what's going to happen, right? But the the thought is the same. It's a liquidity grab to take everyone else out and then continue on its merry way. So how do you identify these liquidity grabs? How do you take advantage of them? Do not hop in when you see a liquidity grab going on. That is absolutely mental. If you see a large volume candlestick getting printed out as well, probably avoid it. Probably avoid it because... It's a massive target. Sometimes they're safe and they don't want to come back to that area and they go, okay, it's, it's fantastic, you know. Um, we're going to protect our order. We don't need to do anything. We're hopping in. But you don't want to risk that. You can have a re-entry. Go on, see these large volume candlesticks and then see a wick. Just see a really large wick, small body candlestick, large wick that goes straight into one of these areas. It'll either take out... 50% of an FVG, for example, or it will just kiss it and come all the way back down to it and then suddenly reverse off. When that candlestick closes and you've got a big wick, 
you know they're not going to go back down to that area again. What's the point? They just put a lot of money in to push it down, take all those people out. The market has reverted back up to its original area. What is the point of them sending it back down? So now you can put your stop loss at the bottom of that wick. You can put your entry at the top of that small body and then you can go for that buy or vice versa if you're going for a sell, right? And then you can hop in. I did it the other day, saw one, market opens, 7 a.m. And I know this is a market open, so you might be going, Alex, it's a little bit different. But what happened is the market pushed down, came all the way down, because remember, Tokyo's already up. Tokyo's already up before Sydney? In fact, I don't know about that. I don't know, I'll have to double check that actually. But regardless, came down to a clear FVG where it started a large move at the start of New York Open, at the start of New York Open, came back down Asia Open, went straight there, took the FVG completely out, and then just reverted back up. And I went, okay, hopped in, stop loss underneath there. It was a nice tight 15 pip stop loss, because remember, I trade on the one hour. And then I just went for that one to two, and bam, got it. Fantastic. That's all I had to do. There was no other analysis that I took on that. I can see that, I'm looking at it, and I go, okay, that's quite clearly a liquidity grab there. And we're reverting to the same way. Fantastic, I'm gonna hop in. Usually, you want to trend trade with this stuff, by the way. Usually, you wanna trend trade. You do not wanna counter trend trade. That is not the way to go with liquidity grabs. The market's kind of showing you the way that it's gonna go. If it's rejecting off an area and coming back up, it's probably gonna continue to go up. up. It's rejecting off an area and then it's coming back down. It's probably going to come back down. Another really good way to identify these areas is to find like an, a brand new high, right? Like a higher that a high that's you know higher than all the surrounding highs, right? It's up there. Maybe not an all-time high. Doesn't have to be like that. But you know, it's the tip of the mountain. When we're looking at the forex charts, it's that tip of the mountain. Obviously, you don't know at the time it's the tip of the mountain. But let's say we have it start to come back down. All of a sudden, there's a big surge up. Again, maybe one or two big wicks on two candlesticks come. Maybe come 80% of the way back up to the top of that peak and then reject off it. That is a chef's kiss of a liquidity grab there. Slightly different. That's just making sure that instead of like FVGs or anything there, Everyone's thinking, oh, okay, it must be the top, must be the top of it. I'm going to hop in. All these sellers are hopping in basically uh, based off counter-trend trades or something ridiculous because they'll put, they'll put their stop losses in dumb places. Smart Money knows that. will go up, take out 80% of that move. It'll probably take out thousands, tens of thousands of traders right there because what you've always got to think is that for the most part, most retail traders... Uh, and I hate to say this, let's just say misguided actually. Most retail traders are misguided. That's a nice way to put it <laughs> because I was going to say something a bit more harsh than that, but they're misguided. They don't know where to put their stop losses. They're hopping in randomly halfway down a move. They do the, the stupidest things. It's just like babies. When you first see them try and do anything, you look at them and you just go, what are you doing? It's because they don't know better. They put stop loss in dumb places, as I said. They're just doing the most ridiculous stuff. Smart money just take advantage of that. So many people that come into Forex a day. It's like the new gold rush. Everyone's trying to work their millions and get in here. They just do dumb stuff. Like, man, 
ridiculous. And smart money knows that, so of course they're going to do this. You go back, you backtest this stuff, you will see it time and time and time and time again. As I've been saying to my mentorees, and I'm sure are listening to this, the market works in patterns. If you do not think the market doesn't bring out the same patterns, then you are a fool. You are a complete fool, I'm sorry. Go on EURUSD, see from like 1977 when it first opened to now, if you notice the same things happening. That's a really good way to create a strategy, by the way, is just look for the same patterns happening again and again and again and again. We've already gone over that, but this thing happens often, so many times. If you were just patient and waited for it, you could probably build a strategy just off this. Looks for the right signals, look for the right price action, got some indicators on there, bam! You've now got a liquidity grab strategy. Perfect. Obviously we know it's a lot harder than that, but that is what we are going for here. That is how you can capitalize off of those moves. It's by identifying them. Once you've identified a liquidity grab, you go, what's the trend that we're going with here? Cool, we're going up, we're going bullish, we're going bearish. I'm going to continue along that trend. We're rejecting from this area. Where's the top of the wick? There's my stop loss. As soon as that candlestick closes, hop on in, go for it. Now, again, if you're using 15 minutes and under, don't know how good this is going to be. Really more of a day trader, as you guys know. So I can't really speak too much for that. One hour, you're going to have an absolute field day. 30 minutes, two hours, you're going to have a field day. It's going to be fantastic. I do this all the time. It goes completely against my strategy, as in it's got nothing to do with it, so it's not really against it. But if I see it, I'm hopping in because I know from just being in this game for so long that I've got a high chance of winning. I've won off so many of these, so I don't even care if I lose on some of them. I just go, oh, damn, well, that's just something that happens. So I'm a professional trader talking about liquidity grabs, saying that I'm in and I hop into these all the time. Hop into them. Hop into them, guys. I'm telling you right now, look for it. Really helpful stuff that I talked about. We tried to talk about the theory behind it, how to identify them, looking for FVGs. Again, it's hard to explain properly, you know, how to identify them without actually showing you, but this is the best that I can do right now. It honestly is. So that's going to be it from me. If you actually want to figure out how to get on these, make a strategy around it. You can always schedule a lesson with me or just become my uh, my mentoree is what I should go for there. And um, I can help you out that way. And that's roadtoforex.com. Anyway, guys, have a great day. I will speak to you later. Stay safe, guys. Bye.